Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, we're going to recap this Mavericks 122-127 to 127, harder than it should have been win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. So as we get into this game, we're going to just come right out the gates and say, it's a good win. <laughs> and why do you say because it's a win. <laughs> and the Mavericks just can't get enough of them. Luca said it in his post-game interview that the Mavericks just need to win. <laughs> so, obviously, being up by 25 points toward the end of this game, we would have liked to seen our team win by more than five points. And at one point, it was actually down to about a, what, a two or three point game on the back of the insane Malik Beasley's second half and really fourth quarter that he just went off insanely for about 23 points. Uh, but the Mavericks managed to hang on and it really was in huge part to the big game of Kristaps Porzingis. KP finally had a great offensive showing in this game and he started off early and got hot really really fast in the first quarter matter of fact he had what 15 points and six rebounds and two blocks alone just in the first quarter so it showed you right off the bat what kind of start he got off to and it was just good to see that from him in this game and just his overall stats for the game being 27 points 13 rebounds and four assists and six blocks that's what you want to see from KP in a game. You want to see some energy on the defensive end against smaller guys. That's kind of what I said in the previous game where I was just a little disappointed. Not in everything that KP was doing out there, but just as far as him being as big as he is out there, he should definitely be able to at least get some blocks in, in these games. And he finally did in this one, and, and it looked really good out there for the Mavericks. In the first half, we got off to an insane start again. I think this is what the Mavericks' third game in a row in which they've scored 70-plus points in the first half. And that's that's good to see from this team. It's good to see the offense starting to come around because it was a concern. Everyone was, you know, talking about our defense and, and the improvement there, and rightfully so because that's what we were trying to hang our hat on this year. But really, the meat and potatoes of this team is always going to be its offense. And how could it not be when you have someone like Luca running the show? Whether or not Luca's getting all the points or passing the ball off, he does so much for this team in creating offense and offense for himself. And that's what I think led to us being the most efficient offense in NBA history last year. Obviously, shooters are a big part of that. Curry was a part of that, so I'm not saying that that doesn't matter. What I am saying, though, is once we've decided to kind of let go of some of the defensive things and let Luka just have free reign and have more fun like he was having last year, our point production now has gone up, 
And of course, that's coincided with KP finally coming back and looking a bit more healthy. That being said, this game got a lot tighter toward the end because of some of KP's turnovers. They credited him for two turnovers, but I will say toward the end of the fourth quarter, when it really mattered in crunch time, KP either lost the ball or couldn't handle the ball in pretty crucial situations. And in my opinion, probably had about four turnovers for us in the fourth quarter. And that was the only thing I thought was like, oh, hey, KP, you got to you gotta have a little bit more solid hands in the fourth quarter when it matters, especially when Luca's throwing it to you and then he goes off of you. And you could actually see Luca look at it and kind of throw his hands up as to say like, come on, man, how in the world... Are you just fumbling the ball the way you are? You look kind of goofy there. And that was the only time that he really looked out of sorts to me. Because as I said, Porzingis having that 27 points. He was 10 of 19 from the field and 4 of 7 from the three-point line in his 30 minutes. Along with all the rest of the accolades that I just mentioned. And that's just what you got to have from him. If we're going to be a team that is going to contend in this Western Conference, it has to be with his shot blocking and Obviously, he's not a great defender. We've seen enough of him to see that he's just not a great defender. He can get powered through and really just gets out of position a lot of times. But he is long enough where he is going to get a lot of blocks. But he's he's going to be the offense to go along next to Luka in the starting lineup that's going to help push us over the top if we are going to make a serious run. I know there's a lot of trade talks and we've got a lot of uh, uh, social media GMs out there who just want to just trade guys for nothing and... Again, I keep seeing these uh, Hardaway Jr. trades and it still kind of baffles the mind, especially when you've seen what he's been doing for the Mavericks these past few games. If you trade him out of here, you're just not getting any of that production. And we just we really, really need it from Hardaway Jr. But in this game, it looked like Luka was not going to have a very great offensive game and not a big scoring game. But when it mattered, when it came down to crunch time, Luka just stopped passing the ball and took control and scored a, you know, about 11 or 13 points of his just in the fourth quarter alone in the last little bit. And it was important. It was exactly what the Mavericks needed in that time. And that's what you want to see from Luka. You want to see him just take the game over when we need to pull it out in crunch time like that because it was definitely needed. Luka had 26 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. He was 9 of 22 from the field, so not a great shooting day for him. And 1 of 7 from the three-point line in his 37 minutes. Obviously, not great from the three-point line. We've seen a bit of improvement over these last few games, but he definitely kind of fell off the wagon there. And he actually, when he first hit his three-point shot of the game, his very first one in the fourth quarter, he threw his hands up to the heavens and was doing a little dance and it was just good to see that from him it's good to see him still having some fun out there even while he was having a horrible shooting day by his account and and he knew it he definitely felt it and it felt good for him to actually get that three-point shot and it was just fun to see him do those kind of things again because he hasn't really done a lot of that this season or he's playing around out there and just kind of having fun and that's what we grew to love that was what you know drew everyone to Luca and the allure of him is his pure joy for the game and what he was doing out there. And it was good to see a little bit of that in this game, even though obviously there were some frustrating points as it got really, really close down toward the wire of this game. Thanks to the insane game of Malik Beasley 
in the second half because he only scored three points in the first half. I mean, this guy just went in insane. He scored 27 points in the second half and most of those in the fourth quarter where he just went crazy from three-point land. Beasley had 30 points, nine rebounds, and six assists and was 6-12 of 12 from the three-point line. He just decided to go bonkers and, and wanted to pull out the victory. And you've seen him after the game when the Mavericks managed to pull this win off. He was just physically spent out there and just had his hands on his knees and was just couldn't believe it because he definitely gave it his all. And he definitely got them right back in it enough to give the Mavericks a bit of a scare when it should not have even been one considering how much they were up. And it's just good to see some of these things from the Maverick team right now. Josh Richardson is another guy who didn't do a whole lot early in the game, but when it mattered in the second half, and especially at the end of the game when he hit that nice little jumper from about the free throw line to kind of put us up by five and seal it away, it was great to see those kind of things from Richardson. We we need that kind of production from him, and him in this game, he had 18 points, five rebounds, and eight assists in 36 minutes. That's pretty good that's pretty good what we what we need from Richardson is about that he's creative sometimes when when handling the ball and he can find open guys and he is a bit better in the mid-range than I think he even gives himself credit for sometimes he gets caught up on the three-point line and obviously that wasn't there for him tonight he was one of four from the three-point line but ended up six of ten overall still to get those 18 points that's the kind of production we're going to need from Richardson because his points, obviously, we're going to need and they do matter. Uh, but it's his defense that really makes a difference for us. And in this game, obviously, we're only going to be able to do so much defensively. We need to be able to play defense at the end of games when it matters. And I think he is one of those guys that can help us do that. Because the hard part about us going into a transition, and I actually had this discussion on Facebook uh, with a friend of mine, and I heard... Uh, Derek Harper say it in the game as well um, with about seven minutes left in the first half where he said this Maverick team is, is kind of transitioning more and so on an offensive team. And that is exactly what I see happening right now. This is what I mean. Everyone wants to bash on Carlisle and say that he wasn't a good enough coach, but now we're starting to get some of our guys back and we're transitioning from okay, let's just play stout defense and wear ourselves out on the defensive side and then not be able to shoot later in games to more of, hey, let's get our shots off. Of course, you want to play solid defense, but now we're pushing the ball and we're playing with energy and pace. And that's allowed us to score 115 plus points now in the last three or four games. And, and, that's the transition that, I mean, we're, we're going back to more of an offensive team versus a defensive team, but we do have defensive guys who can make stops when you need them. Let's just call it what it is in today's NBA. If you're not really, really good on the offensive side, you're going to lose games because look at guys like we've seen in these last few games and then tonight like Beasley who can just go off out of nowhere and really pull a team to victory. Obviously, Curry tried to do it with his 57 points in the last game, and it still wasn't enough because our offense was enough to bring out the win. In this game, it was the same thing, and it was the offense contributed by so many of the Maverick players. 
And as I talk about those contributions, we're definitely can't go any further than Tim Hardaway Jr. coming off the bench in which he's just starting to excel at that role now. He really is. When you're looking at Tim Hardaway Jr., I personally did not think that Hardaway would be able to adapt to being a bench role guy. I discussed this with a buddy of mine, and I said that I kind of wanted him in that starting role over Dorian, but he said, no, it was probably better that he come off the bench. And I'm starting to agree with that now. You know, the reason I wanted Hardaway in there in the starting lineup was just to give that extra scoring punch for us. But to be honest, if we didn't have Hardaway coming off the bench, we wouldn't have no offense coming off the bench. So I think that's the best spot for him. And if he's going to continue to shoot and play the way he has for the Mavericks these last few games coming off the bench, it's it's just the perfect role for him in this game. Hardaway had 24 points, one rebound, and one assist. He was 9 of 15 from the field and 4 of 9 from the three-point line in 28 minutes. He did get a steal, and then he also had two charges drawn almost back-to-back, I believe, in this game. It's good to see him putting uh, uh, his nose down on the defensive side of the ball because we definitely haven't seen that side of him a whole lot. And it's good to see him getting his nose in there and helping the Mavericks win in more ways than just jacking up three-pointers on a nightly basis the way we know Hardaway does. It's just good to see some of these things that we're starting to see from this Maverick team. And we got to expect closer games when you're going to convert more to an offensive style, which we're moving back to. And it's kind of the same thing as last year. We never really blew a whole lot of teams out. Everyone was always right there with us in most games, but we still were able to have enough firepower at the end of games to usually pull away before the last few minutes because we obviously we know what would happen usually in crunch time. We would usually lose those games, but usually we had enough in the tank to stay at about a 10-point lead going into those final few minutes and get a good amount of wins at the end of the season. And that's going to happen again this year now. As we move over, switching back to an offensive style, These games are going to be real close, even against teams that we think we should be beating pretty handedly, which let's just be honest, no one's still doing in this modern NBA. No one's really blowing anybody out. Even the the teams that are considered not as good are still not getting really beat really bad, and they're actually in most of these games. So things are just starting to come along and look the way that they should for this team. Our starting lineup is starting to get a bit more set and have their legs about them. And as we look at just the rest of the starting guys for us in this game, Dorian Finney-Smith didn't hit a three-pointer in this game, but that's okay because he was still three or four from the field. He had 7.7 rebounds and three assists, one block and one steal. That's the stat line that we're kind of used to for Dorian. Will we take more points from him? Sure. 10 points, I I think, should be about his range for us on a nightly basis. And if we can get that, that's usually going to add up to wins for the Mavericks because he gives us a lot defensively. He he just, his arms are so short, but he's so good at being in the right positions. And he's got quick hands, so it definitely helps the Mavericks. And it's good to see him getting back into actual game shape. He he played 32 minutes in this game, so he's, he's right there. And... The other guy who was in the starting lineup today, who obviously he was the last 
to come back from the whole COVID situation. He had to stay out longer than most of the guys, and that's Maxi Kleba. So it's still good to see him out there, and he still gives you some energy in some limited minutes out there, but he's still got to get back in shape. I mean, Maxi's lungs got to be on fire, and I think there was an interview that he did in which he even said that it's it's been hard for him to catch his wind uh, since coming back from the COVID situation. His breathing just hasn't been right, and that's the same thing that a lot of these other guys had to go through and it's a bit more understandable now if you're a Mavs fan and, and anyone else who was really upset about our team and why we still look bad even when they came back. Look at Maxi Kleba as an exhibit. And he even talks about it and, and brought it up that it's it's hard for him to breathe right now. You're, this was a disease that affected the lungs of so many of our players. And they're barely starting to look like themselves. They're barely starting to get those legs back. And Maxi is still behind that a bit. So Maxi in this game had five points and three rebounds. He really didn't have any assists and played 25 minutes. He still was a plus 13 on the court, though. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. You you want that when he's out there. That means he's giving you a lot more than just scoring. Maxi is a great defender and really does so much for our team. I don't think we can really speak enough about how much he does for us and how much he's going to continue to do for us once he gets better. He only took two three-pointers today. and He did make one. He was two from the field overall. So Maxi will get there. He will come along. He will be a more points contributor for this Maverick starting lineup as things are going. But it was just good to see in this game overall when you're looking at this Timberwolves team, who are a bunch of young guys, and we've seen throughout this season, our team really does struggle when we play against young athletic guys. That seems to be usually the Achilles heel for the Mavericks, and those younger athletic guys seem to get the best of us more often than not. Those are the guys who are the best defenders against Luka. Do they stop him? Absolutely not. Luka's still always going to get his, but still they seem to frustrate him a little bit I would say because they still don't stop him he, he's always ending up about the same amount of points and assists and rebounds as he always does but I just think they kind of get under his skin a little bit with the style that they play him and, and the way that they play him so it, it, it was good to see us get a win against a team like this because they were shorthanded so to lose to a team like this would definitely dis be disappointing Carl Anthony Towns uh, who's been out with the uh, protocols because of COVID. He was actually there on the sideline with this team today. So that's definitely a good sign. So he might be getting ready to come back for them. But they also had D'Angelo Russell, who's been out with uh, an injury, who came in and literally played five minutes and then left the game. So he was pretty much out for this game as well. But still, young guys we have issues with. We've seen it so far in this early season, but the Mavericks still managed to pull it off against them. And to get some help from some of the guys that I know everyone loves to uh, consider just not good. You know, <laughs> Dwight Powell in this game actually had some great minutes for us in the second half and really, really did some nice stuff offensively. He looked like the pogo stick Powell that we used to have working with Luca on some of those alley-oops. So Powell in this game actually had 12 points, seven rebounds and two assists and was three of five from the field in his 16 minutes. So 
it was good to to see him out there contributing again. I I always like Powell, and I think he can still help our team coming off the bench, especially against some young athletic teams like the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. But overall, for this Maverick team, it's this is what we needed to see. We needed to see some things starting to come together offensively. I know, obviously, we played against a short manned Minnesota Timberwolves team, but the fact that KP was able to still shoot the way he did, because it's not like he dominated in the low post or the block or anything like that, but the fact that he still shot 10 of 19 and 4 of 7, that's really what you want to see. That's that, that's what exactly what you want from, from KP going forward, and it's some things that are starting to come together for this Maverick team. Are we a finished product? Absolutely not. Do we still need to improve? For sure. <laughs> no one's saying that we're ready to contend right now. But it's good to see us trending in the right direction. Because for a while there, obviously, it wasn't looking great. And we had fell all the way to the 14th spot in the West, where we're still currently sitting. But we do have our... Win streak now. It was tough getting it, but now we've won two in a row. And we go on to try to make it three in a row as we play the Atlanta Hawks coming up on Wednesday on ESPN. And that's another game where we're hoping we can get a win from and keep this momentum going because we definitely need it. This, this was a win that obviously it was tougher than it should have been. We thought we should have been able to handle this Minnesota Timberwolves team better than we did, but nothing comes easy for us right now. That's just our season. If anything's going to happen for this Maverick team, it's because we're going to have to go out there and take it because nothing's going to be given to us and everything's going to be difficult and we're going to have to fight tooth and nail. And it's good to see that fight starting to show in our team and just some of the fun coming back on this Maverick team too. So good, good win. 122 to 127 win over this Minnesota Timberwolves team. And we look to make it three in a row. So let's go Mavs and keep this whole thing going right now. So that's all I had for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow and share with your friends and i hope you listen in next time mass fans thanks a lot